Head to netsuite.com slash briefing now for their one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Hi, everyone. I'm Kristen Holmes, CNN national correspondent in for David Chalian, and this is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Wednesday, August 11th. Two major wins for President Joe Biden in the last 24 hours, but there's a long road ahead, and Congress is out for most of the summer. So what now? Earlier today, we heard from President Biden at the White House as he marked a big step toward getting some of his most ambitious legislative goals closer to reality. In the past 24 hours, we've seen the Senate advance two key pieces of my economic agenda, the bipartisan infrastructure bill and the budget resolution that is the framework for my Build Back Better plan, a plan that will increase opportunities with better jobs and with higher wages, a plan that will lower the everyday costs that strain our budgets and our nation's families today and long into the future. It starts with making investments that we know will make the economy more productive and lead to more growth over the long run. Now, let's break this down. We're talking about this dual-track infrastructure package that includes more than $4 trillion in spending. And again, there's two parts of that. So first up is this $3.5 trillion budget resolution that was passed by the Senate today. And they did this without a single Republican vote. And the hope here is to pave the way for a huge economic package without the threat of legislative obstacles like the filibuster from Republicans who oppose it, which, by the way, is all of them. Now, Republicans say that the Democrats' plan will raise taxes and add to the deficit. And by the way, there are some Democrats who agree, cue Joe Manchin, but we'll get to him later. Now, Democrats, on the other hand, they point to investments in four categories, families, climate, healthcare, and infrastructure and jobs. And what that looks like on an even more detailed level is things like universal pre-K for three- and four-year-olds, a paid parental and family leave, free community college tuition for two years, again, all key parts of the Biden agenda. Now, yesterday, before the Democrats passed this blueprint, After months and months of negotiations, the Senate passed a $1.2 trillion bipartisan infrastructure package with 19 Republican senators on board, which, of course, as we know, is no easy feat. And this marked a key step in Biden fulfilling his legislative agenda, as this amounts to the biggest bipartisan win of his presidency so far. So what's in that? Well, the legislation includes about $550 billion in new federal spending over five years. And we're talking about investing in roads, bridges, passenger and freight rail, rebuilding the electric grid, expanding broadband internet access. This is really key infrastructure points, what is generally considered to fall under basic infrastructure. So The big question, of course, is what exactly is next for these bills? It'll take some time before Biden sees both plans on his desk for his signature, but here's where it gets complicated. Getting both of these bills through the next steps now falls on Nancy Pelosi's shoulders. And House progressives have warned that they're not going to vote for the bipartisan bill without the reconciliation package, despite pressure from moderates who want to get this bipartisan package passed. And Pelosi, she has said she's not going to move forward on the bipartisan infrastructure plan until the Senate passes this larger Democratic-only plan. 
So let's start there. The larger Democratic-only plan, the budget resolution, that is the $3.5 trillion blueprint. Next steps, it heads to the Democratic-controlled House, and they're actually cutting their recess short to consider this resolution. So they'll be back on August 23rd. And it's around this time you're going to start seeing Democrats from both the House and the Senate gathering behind closed doors to really hash this thing out. After it's approved in the House, it goes back to the Senate in the fall. And in order to get this passed, they're going to need all 50 Senate Democrats on board because all 50 Republican senators plan to vote against this. Even though all 50 Democrats voted in unison today to move forward with this process, Senators Joe Manchin, told you we'd come back to him, and Kirsten Sinema have raised serious concerns about the price tag. So given all of this, when it comes to what's next for the bipartisan infrastructure bill, it's really uncertain. When is the House going to vote on this bill? The belief is that it will most likely happen in the fall, but again, there are a lot of steps to get there. So What's the bottom line on all of this? Yes, it's complicated. Yes, there is a long road ahead. But all in all, President Joe Biden is happy today, and he's moving forward. He's speaking to the nation's state and local officials today to discuss that $1.2 trillion bipartisan infrastructure package, looping them in on everything that's going on, plus a range of Democratic committees and organizations they're gearing up to defend his agenda with what they hope will be a cohesive message during Congress' August recess. But the question remains, will all of this momentum keep hold or will it fizzle out while Congress is in recess? That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening and please take a moment to be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move to NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com briefing, netsuite.com briefing.